0: Scotland Glasgow let's fucking go I just want to point out that we, we we usually don't come through you know the peasantry the way that we did tonight uh, we thought hey this will be a nice change of pace sort of a WWF wrestling thing and I was like we we're walking another giant fucking spill in the middle of the aisle there so I know how tonight is going we will all be glassed by this time an hour
1: from now
2: no, it's glass or be glass, and so I don't know what side of the glass I'm going to end up on.
1: I've been studying glass, I'm fine.
3: <laughs> Glasgow, uh, it's great to be here. I want to let you know that I have heard your feedback. I realize I have been saying glass cow uh, and all of the <laughs> promotional things leading up to it tonight, but it's okay. I want to let you know I've learned some local slang, and I'm going to get you back uh, on my side here. Um, it's, uh, it's ho-chin tonight, this joint... <laughs> Is Ho Chin. It's Ho Chin with Fan Dan. And uh, it's Ho Chi Minh tonight. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's Ho Chi Minh tonight. Everything is Wang chung tonight. Yeah. So someone told me, uh, you know, it's Ho Chin in this play. It means it's like it's, it's lit. And then I was like, oh, uh, with fan-dans. I was like, yeah, with all of our fans named Dan. Yeah. And then it, and then it was explained to me that fan-dan uh, means minge, which of course means fanny, which of course means pussy. And uh, knowing our audience is uh, pff, false. Absolutely <laughs> not true tonight. But uh, Glasgow, uh, it is an honor and a privilege to be here with you tonight. Our second show on our, Euro- our
1: first ever European tour. And our second check. show in the Eurozone. uh yeah i mean as long as we're like you know getting realizing our mistakes and you know in the age of bodies and spaces (laughs) um you guys are not a part of ireland (laughs) i uh, i'll admit i thought that until today but uh no you uh, know my my bad
3: Uh, It's great to be here, though, although I will say it is a little intimidating. Our last show was in Berlin. Now we're in here with you guys tonight. And I I was worried about doing our first two shows in Europe in non-English-speaking countries.
4: Uh (laughs)
3: And it's it's crazy because, you know, we're in England and they don't speak English here. Yeah, it's very weird. It's awesome. I mean, no... What this is this is this is Northern England, oh, it's, right? It's, <laughs> it's gonna
2: get worse. Strap in. It's,
3: it's, it's, this is England Junior. Uh,
0: <laughs> Take it up with the Act of Union. Okay, yeah,
3: we're, we're we're in the north, mate. We love it up here. We've, you know, gone now from Berlin, like this, you know, gigantic, uh, amazing metropolitan... Full cosmo- of funky beats. Cosmopolis, full of funky beats and kind of, you know, stern, goofy people. And now we're here in Scotland, and I feel like we are on the sort of the dungeon map of this part of our tour, of our quest. Al, Al Jazeera calls this whole
4: city a no-go zone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're on the, uh, the dungeon level of this part of our quest... And walking down the street just sort of feels like Doom Two. It's just being approached right. by you know orcs and crones and things like that. We, we
2: went through the um, to the uh, the posh part of Glasgow the other day. Just broken glass everywhere.
3: Well, speaking of broken glass, let's um let's sample this local favorite. Who's, who's got the bottle? Okay, here we go this is all right now we're talking we've, we've heard many a tale of uh, this buck fast which is, as
1: explained to me is basically like if four loco were brewed by monks uh, well it's, a, it's actually a pretty cool story after he left G unit young buck started it <laughs> and apparently th- this is the this is the juice here this is the fuel for
3: probably 95% of all the violent crime in Scotland
0: so so we're
2: going to drink it all night
0: as, as Will said We did make an American version of this Which is Fort Loco And they introduced it It's like hey it's caffeinated high ABV alcohol Let's all yeah. have fun And it was like yeah this is immediately illegal yeah. Well I mean this is like well, We banned out, that shit in like a month They, they get like a, away with it because they're
2: fucking months If it was just some like Angry guy named Angus making it They'd be like you can't do that That's not allowed It's
3: it's like a true testament to what a just dog shit country America is because all it took was like one high schooler falling out of a window to have every single can of Four loco just vanish from the shelves in our continent-sized country. Thank you, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Where, incidentally, you can now buy an Uzi at a vending machine <laughs> in Walmart. So, cheers. Let's, uh, let me have a sip of this. Let me try this. A little taste test here. Yeah. It's very sweet. It's really, and I heard someone in the front row goes, "He's drinking it out of a glass."
4: Yeah. I wanted well, to drink. Well, da. I. I yeah, wanted... but
0: isn't the King of England over here?
2: The thing is, we knew that if we all brought our own bottle, we'd get in a fight with you by the end of the night. So we're going to split it. Yeah, up. we have to
0: parcel it out in small yeah. doses
2: because there's going to be two acts to this thing, and we got to make it.
0: Yeah,
3: this is uh yeah. It's like. It's like cough medicine, but... Yeah, yeah this is what I also, think is
2: also but, but, but not but very good. For it. But wait for it.
4: This is what I think a flaming mo tastes like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So yeah, we are. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be here um, in 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 Europe in um, in England, Junior. As I said, um, I'll get you back on my side. Promise me. We're, but we are here to basically to solve all the problems. So um, yeah, let's um, let's see if we can um, just evenly divide the audience here. Maybe start a fight. Let's just do a straw poll right now. Scottish independence? Yes. Okay. Scottish independence? No. Throw them out. Attack! Attack! Attack!
1: How about how about this? Scottish independence from partisan bickering. (laughs) Let's go, dude. But we figured it out. We figured out the grand
0: bargain. Scotland Scotland leaves the the United Kingdom and then becomes an independent country uniting with Catalonia. (laughs) Two continents,
3: one country. Yes. Everybody wins. It's like the United and Arab I feel Republic. like you
2: guys would get along swimmingly. The cultures are so similar.
3: Also, uh, EU, the euro, whatever. Too many fucking coins. Okay, can we get rid of them? It's weighing my pants down. I like it. They're
1: falling off comic in a comic fashion in public.
2: Everyone's laughing. At
1: Everyone's me. laughing at me. I like it because if you beat somebody in a glass bottle fight, it's like winning a fight in Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Get some better money, you fucking assholes. Again, I think it's nice that you put your mom on it.
3: So one of the things uh, uh, I wanted to do to uh, you know, prepare for tonight's show was sort of familiarize myself with uh, some of the local culture and like news stories, things that are going on, and uh, I decided to check out a bunch of uh, like local Scottish newspapers. A lot of sheep theft. Yeah.
2: I was, we, that's the first ten pages of the paper. You know,
3: because I always like to go to the letters to the editor section. You can find a lot of uh, gold there. You can understand a lot of other people from the letters. I looked at those they were, Those are mostly pretty boring They're mostly just like sank, Thanking someone For bringing a banner To like a youth uh, Football match Or something like that <laughs> However When I checked The, the crime blotter Holy shit I, like, I, I know it's the tabloid press It's sensationalized <laughs> But I wish someone Had warned us That we were going to The most violent city On earth <laughs>
0: Look, you can make fun of them and say that it's bad that they do that that much. But when knife crime becomes an Olympic event, uh, Scotland will clean up.
3: Like, I'm just, like, just a couple of these headlines here uh, I was instantly enamored with. Uh, thug find after Fanta attack on girlfriend. <laughs> Dad poured two liter bottle of juice over woman in front of two kids.
0: Wait a minute! She just sat there where they dumped two liters of Fanta on her. Like I, I swear to God, like yeah, it, no, pour one
2: liter of Fanta on me. Shame on you. Exactly.
3: <laughs> so just uh, just going through the, uh, the the stabbings vertical here. We just have um, stabbing incident in Shawlands. Yay! Yay! Woo!
0: Hey, that was me. I did that one. That's great. i yeah. them right between the ribs.
3: Okay, and this one was the absolute king. I could not fucking believe I was reading this. Headline, bigot abuse thief jailed after trying to feed pizza supper and booze to police dog.
2: <laughs>
0: well, well, Hold on a minute.
2: Was the pizza
0: fried? Is, who's the, is he a bigot? Against police dogs, he's racist
1: against police dogs. No, 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 what, that's just his job. He said, "Yeah, the bigotry factory." Yeah, I, I, I think I figured out the difference between the two places we went. Germany is like if like very sheltered children were given sophisticated understanding of engineering and finance, and this country is like if like terrifying toddlers were given the combat abilities of adults. <laughs>
5: Please don't stab
4: us after the show. (laughs) In the interest of equal time and showing both sides, they should print the blotter and also print messages from the defendants explaining their side of the story. Yeah.
2: What, the dog? Yeah. yeah.
4: (laughs) No, the guy with the dog, the one uh, guy pouring the two liter Fanta, he probably had a reason. (laughs)
3: Uh, George Higgins... Thief jailed after trying to feed pizza supper to police
0: dog. That's the, That's not thievery. <laughs> He's giving the dog food. Well, okay. If the dog is where a, did he the, get the pizza though? Okay, see that's different. But I need to know more.
2: It only raises more questions. I agree.
4: It's like that Mitch Hedberg joke.
3: It's free if it's for a police dog. <laughs> a thief who tried to feed a police dog a pizza supper and lager after it caught him.
0: After it caught I mean, what? him. What? 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 Doing what? <laughs> what? Did it... This only raises more questions. So like the dog chased him down and is like gnawing on his groin. And he's like, hey man, have some pizza. So
3: he goes here, uh, caught him, has been jailed for more than two years. George Higgins, 39, admitted last month to assaulting and robbing Christopher Fletcher after tailing him from a shop in Glasgow's uh, Cardinal's in December 2018. I don't correct my pronunciation. Come on, I don't. I don't. I'm. It I was a correct. Pr- it was correct. Say
0: it It was a correct pronunciation.
3: Uh, Higgins had earlier been turned away from the store as he had no money. Mister Fletcher, 51, had with him pizza and chips as well alcohol and cigarettes that he had just bought. So like, yeah, like the Scottish like breakfast. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a sick loadout. Oh, right there. nice five nice five course meal, Mister Fancy. <laughs> Prosecutor Jennifer Harkins told Glasgow
3: Sheriff Court Higgins put his arms around his neck, dragged him to the ground, and made off with his bags. Okay, so that's the thievery. All right, we got that. You stole the pizza. Okay, good. (laughs) Police then searched the area with a dog. Higgins was tracked hiding in a garden, trying to feed the pizza and two cans of tenants Lager to the dog.
2: (laughs) Okay, okay, so it was it was it was conspiracy to bribe a police
0: officer. (laughs) Yes, that, that yes, is his crime. It's bribery. How yeah. hard do you have to try to give a dog pizza? There's <laughs> not a lot. You know, a lot of salesmanship. I don't know if you had
2: the pizza in Scotland.
0: Ah, that's a good point. Well done. Well, very good. Well, point. it says here, bigot
3: Higgins went on to hurl abuse at police. That's M- just
2: his first name. <laughs> <laughs> char- charming language you have
0: here.
1: It's a family name. <laughs>
0: My father was a bigot, his father before him. I, he founded the first racism factory in all of Scotland.
3: <laughs> uh, bigot Higgins went on to hurl abuse at police. Miss Harkins said he made remarks of dirty fucking bastard, fuck the Pope and the IRA. Ah,
1: <laughs> uh, He's an orange man, God bless him. It, uh, it's so cool to be getting arrested <laughs> by Scottish cops and you're like, I have, there's some other people that need addressing <laughs> he
3: goes. Uh, he said, "Fuck the Pope and the IRA, as well as shove your cross up your ass." What was he? Fucking Linda uh, Blair in The Exorcist? Fucking Ian Paisley over here. <laughs> he also said, "There's no black on the Union Jack." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know. Just wait. Was it, he yelling this at the dog? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this guy is getting truly nutty with it. This.
5: <laughs> this guy.
1: This guy. Also. Did, no, no one has ever deserved to be an American more than this guy. <laughs> like, he's this like, this why we feel so getting, at home here. He's getting arrested for, like, a uh, non-political crime <laughs> and, like, by cops who are, like, probably, like, white, probably Protestant. And he's like, Yo, fuck the Pope.
2: You know what it is? Fuck black people. No, like, the you, know, you know what it is? It's a racism munchie box. It's just all in
0: there. You just gotta combine no, it. If the Pope was here
1: right now, swear to God, it's on site. He was he was trying to get sent to like a hate crimes jurisdiction. He was trying to outthink his own crime. Or he it was just like it was like that's like the Scottish version of Twenty Fifth Hour. Like he knows he's going away for a long time. So he's like, oh, I got a lot of loose ends to tie up.
4: I like to think that's the Scottish version of uh, sovereign citizenship demanding an admiralty court.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That dog did not have fringes on it. (laughs) The The problem was it was an Irish setter. (laughs) It a paper Ooh. What? He's the <laughs> racist, not me. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm talking it's about how he type wouldn't of like dog. that.
1: Not me. I'm just reporting, I mean, folks. Maybe you don't
2: allow them here, but don't that's not the problem. messenger.
1: Don't glass the messenger, okay? <laughs> Guys, the views of Matt Christman do not reflect the views. <laughs> no, this is great. A man ran into traffic
3: to flash his backside and spit at Scottish independence supporters. <laughs>
1: Why didn't Breitbart have a Scottish crime
0: article? <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, this, this is shit is amazing.
1: This, honestly, you know, this shit
3: rules so much. Because you just imagine fucking like uh, like Katie Hopkins or Prison Paul just coming to Glasgow and being like, Scotland's over. It's been destroyed and
0: overrun. Honestly, I just, I think of our American racist bigots and how just boring and obvious and predictable their hatreds are. Just like if I met one of these guys and all of a sudden he just goes off on the Pope, <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, "Dude, you are so cool." <laughs> it's avant- you know, like the most me. sophisticated racist I've ever met.
2: It's an urbane, cosmopolitan European racist.
4: No, they're avant-garde here. They've got a flourishing indie racism scene. <laughs> Way sh- better than Edinburgh's.
2: Yeah, it, this is the <laughs> this is the orange juice of racism. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, I, I hate this uh, this
1: guy. You might you might not have ever heard of him.
0: You know, the Pope.
1: You know what it is here? It's like... Your, like, shitty people are as shitty as ours because they're from... I mean, it's honestly like they're the cousins who didn't come here. (laughs) But because we have no healthcare system... We just like say we're going to do these things. Like, oh, dude, you're so lu- you're so lucky that I have shitty employer based coverage, or I would be throwing rocks at your car and stealing your pizza right now.
4: Yo, yo, you are so lucky. Chris and Gillibrand isn't president, bro. Hasn't put in a Medicare plus buy in plan. It
2: is true, and it's terrible when you realize like my arguments for socialized health care in the U S. are eventually when they figured out going to be tempered by but look at pe- what people do when they
0: have it oh yeah no the and entire, we will the entire country will just become an
1: extended episode of jackass <laughs> well maybe I mean we're against means testing but if you have like 50% scots-irish heritage you just don't get the <laughs> medicare for all no. when america, like, sorry
2: abuse it immediately when
1: america gets
0: uh, medicare for all backyard wrestling will be the number one <laughs> sport that we produce
2: Followed closely by feeding fried pizza to dogs.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, because that's i say, like everyone here, at, like in, in in Glasgow here, like there is nobody who's like. Uh, yeah like the Felix guy Like you're so fucking lucky My cousin is here right now No It immediately you, goes you to You call
1: your cousin Yeah no It yeah. immediately
3: goes to Man left with broken jaw After being kicked yeah. on the head In brutal car park attack
1: <laughs> Yeah in America In America We say You're so lucky My wife is here Here the wife films it <laughs> <laughs> The Al Bundy of this country Just talks about like His greatest stabbings In high school <laughs> They're like Yeah you haven't done shit since though <laughs> Dude
3: Every one of these gets like worse and worse. Pervert ice cream boss freed to continue working as victims' blast community payback order sentence.
0: Pervert ice cream boss. What the fuck? Pervert ice cream boss is a vertical comic from the nineties.
1: It's from Garth Ennis's dark period. Yes.
3: So, like, you know, if you're if you're a fan of the show, uh, you, you'll know that like one of the One of the main things that, like, you know, we're sort of connoisseurs and curators of uh, back in America is sort of, like, stupid Facebook guy culture and, like, the dumb shit that people uh, share on the Internet. And, you know, I know you guys are sort of probably familiar with this, that your entire country has a reputation of being, like, a stupid Facebook guy country. (laughs) And you are really hitting above your weight class on some of these tweets and Facebook posts, which are, if you can understand them... Hysterical, And, you know, I apologize if, you know, this is like an you know, old hat or you guys have heard uh, these before. But I really would like to share with you uh, and to my colleagues some of the ones from Scottish Twitter and Facebook that I found.
2: Okay, Wall- but here's the thing. It's a game because you'll know what they're saying. We won't. Okay, okay how about So your- don't allow us to cheat.
3: Why don't you read one out? I we try and figure it out. Uh, I want to try to figure one out. Okay, and I then mean, we'll you, let the you, audience you, fact check it. <laughs> you, I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's, you can kind of understand it, but like this, this first one here is for from, uh, from Felix. Uh, this is someone posting on Twitter. Uh, I'm not going to try to do the accent. I'm going to try to read it like just as an Ameri- as American would. All right, let's do this. Didn't understand young cunts wanting kids, man? Just buy a PlayStation. They're cheaper, and you didn't get the jail if you chuck it out the window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay this one this one is incredibly easy this man is a huge fan of Eric Clapton <laughs> oh too soon <laughs> too soon
2: like don't be mad at him Clapton is the one that didn't close the window
3: okay this next one is uh Lass is on about needing a Mr. Gray in their life and half of them don't even like a finger up the bum
2: <laughs> I think that was pretty self explanatory yeah
3: a boy at uh, uh, Avicii, is that like the DJ? Yes, is R.I.P. Yeah, a boy at Avicii tell me his dad died because of MDMA, and when the beat dropped, he was proper crying his eyes out, shouting, my dad
0: died for this. <laughs> <laughs> that man is the William Wallace of the 21st century. I, uh,
1: I honestly believe that, like, after seeing these, that there is a greater claim for, like, an ancient historical Ohio than Israel. (laughs) Felix, look at these coins we found. (laughs) these These are coins that say, like, you think I won't do it, pussy? That Ancient like, Ohio saying.
4: You're like a Mormon for Scottish people. <laughs> yeah. That was a lost tribe that found its way to the
3: yeah. Americas 3,000 years ago.
1: Yeah, and they were like, I swear to fucking God, dude, this is the right way.
3: So, uh, this is another ecstasy based one, and this is a, a Facebook post where, uh, like, you know, some fucking hysterical mother is posting a picture of, like, a whole bunch of different e pills that look like like candy and have, like, cute faces on it, and she says, to so all my friends who are thinking of going trick-or-treating, this is so important if your child gets any of these. Just like parental face monger, you know, like parental Facebook hysteria. And uh, someone, like, uh, quotes and responds to it. A-nay fucking brother cunts are just guani be dishing oot ekis at Halloween. Ah-ha-ha, it's no Christmas. Your Wains will be getting charged ten or a pop like any other cunt.
2: <laughs> okay, but... Is that a dance hall track? Are we in the Caribbean? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, I like this one a lot. Uh, my ma gets so gel when I do anything fun. Like, no my faults, I'm oot snorting lines, and shagging nines, and you have to stay home and bake lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm thinking of a Scottish, Scottish lasagna.
1: lasagna. <laughs> or a <Ugh>. Scottish nine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh Damn. All right, this is the last one, but this may be one of my favorite things ever. Uh, so, something like, uh, someone's trying to sell a, a golf club on on Facebook, like the Facebook Market, and it's just like it's like it's just a it's a screenshot of the Facebook messages, and someone's selling their putter for for 20, 25 pounds. And he goes, "Hi, is this still for sale?" And the guy selling it goes, "Hi, yes, I still have it. Are you interested? Yes, mate. Where can I meet you? I'm in East Kilbride." He goes. If you come and pick it up, you can have it for 20 pounds. It's been offered 20 pounds for it already, but you message first. Let me know either way. Cheers. Okay. The next message is just, all right, mate, I'm going to meet some geezer for his new putter. Want to he come with me and we'll just do him in and take it off him? LOL. And then just right after he goes, shit, that was meant for my pal. And then he goes, but it's not about you. Where do you live? <laughs>
2: So, Why did we come is, here? This is a country that does assaults for putters. Honestly, it's I feel... It's not even that expensive.
0: I feel, like, I feel like I'm about halfway through. I'm, I'm the characters in Green Room. <laughs> like that dawning realization. How are you going to get out of here alive? No lie, no, no cap. I had
3: one glass of that Buckfast on stage here, and I swear to God, I feel like I just smoked angel dust. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So we'll see how this second half of the show yeah, goes I've, I've, I've
0: got, I've, Right now I've got a strong Ray Liot in the last 30 minutes of Goodfellas <laughs> vibe happening I'm actually am actually Got that gonna... Harry Nilsson song in my head
3: Okay, so uh, moving to the second half of the show You know, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk uh, Some politics, some current events And, you know, you know when chabot comes to your city, we really bring the fire And by that, I mean we've brought Donald Trump to the UK at the same fucking time uh, we're here. So let's talk a little bit
0: about... He's on the list for our London show. (laughs)
5: Let's
3: talk a little bit about our president and
5: yours.
3: (laughs) Donald J. Trump. Okay, so like right... just Just like a day or two ago, Donald Trump premiered a new look that... I... I can't quite describe it, but, like... I figured it out, though. Yeah, no, Amber does. But let me just say, like, yeah, it, his hair is probably, like, the single most identifiable thing about him. It's been the same for the last 40 years, probably. And now he's just kind of the completely new do. And in case you didn't, weren't aware of it already, he is losing his fucking mind. <laughs> it, it, like, it is, it is terrifying. So, he has
2: mad cow disease yeah. in true Scottish form.
3: Like, th- this is the most inexplicable look. I mean, he is already portrayed as Felix has said, so many interesting standing techniques <laughs> that have never before been considered by any human being before. So, uh, uh, He's uh, Chris, advanced in
2: bipedalism.
3: So, Chris, why don't you pull the first of those rare Trumpies and let's take a look at our big wet boy. <laughs> I, I Felix, like just like step out of the way for just one okay. second. So give, give, everyone, give everyone a full look at this. just want to make sure
2: everyone see okay, this. Okay, so like... what we figured out I mean, I'm sorry, what I figured out because I am a scientist, if nothing else. This is the Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. They're best friends. They wear matching footy pajamas and hold hands. Giant pants. This is what it is. Giant pants. This is what he's doing. He's decided to go for it, which is why I can't do the undercut because I would also look like Kim Jong-un.
0: It's either that or this is like present-day Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice.
3: But like, look look at those fucking pants. I mean, how much fabric is being used there? It's like a tarp. You could have if a fuck He was on monkey bars.
2: They would extend 3 feet past his actual ankles.
3: All right, let's uh computer enhance. Let's zoom in on on the wet boy. Let's see the next one. What? He there he Okay, uh. he has never looked more Like, uh, Biff Tannen and Back to the Future 2. I'm kidding! it's like the future, and he's old, and he's an old asshole. He looks
2: like a mother rapist, is what you're saying. Honestly, it looks
1: looks like he won an award from other car dealership owners for most cameras in the girls' bathroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it scares me a little bit, because this motherfucker has had the same hairstyle as Will said for 40 years. Like, everything teased up and then pushed forward, mm-hmm. right? That's his look. That's how he pretends that he still has hair. One day, he just wakes up and decides, I'm going to literally reverse it so and go backward. Honestly, it feels like how, you know, like suicide bombers would like shave ritually before they blow <laughs> themselves up. I feel like he's like, yeah, we're all going to die. Like he's going to press the button now. Uh, all right, let's see, let's see one more of those rare
3: Trumpies. Let me see him here. All right, this is him looking sad. Aw, look at this! And like, the, the, what is so fucked up about this image, aside just from how he looks, is that the context that this photo was taken—that with he decided to premiere this new look—was he was in Virginia and did a round of golf, and then went to a mega church for a service for the victims of just the latest mass shooting in America. You guys forgot about it too. Uh, so did I. I would. I would it was be. Like
1: twelve people shot to death there, uh, there in office. I would be honored if, like, you know the president decided to sh- you know, show his new haircut at my tragedy.
3: <laughs> you know, I, I, I bring up Trump, I don't want to make it like you know, just about the USA, but like, the thing is, you find people here in Scotland have also had quite a history with Donald
0: J. Trump. Well, let's not forget that he is fucking half Scottish.
1: Yes. fucking it. Donald Robert, Robert the Bruce it's Robert the Bruce, Adam Smith, James Watt, Donald Trump. Donald that, fucking uh, deal with it. Donald Trump no. is the perfect American. he's half German, half Scottish. Yeah, oh my God. He has yes, all God of our God. qualities. He has the idiotic optimism where he's like just had a great a great phone call with Bert Bacharach. <laughs> so cool. Well, and, and I- then he's a nasty piece of shit. he's both.
2: Well, and God, apparently that's true. his mother is neither one of these Scottish Catholics or a Presbyterian. She's like front of those weird churches from Breaking the Waves, which makes so much sense. Uh,
3: co- coincidentally, though, Trump's mother also ended up exactly like Emily Watson at the end of that movie. Let that one sink in. If you have any Lars von Trier fans in the house today... Okay, whatever. He's, uh, he's from Denmark. All right, but um, uh, I, just, I wanted to bring up this old story. Uh, this is from 2016 when he was still running for president. I <laughs> Remember that? All oh, those times. <laughs> it says, uh, when, this is from uh, the, the Irish Times. It says, when Donald Trump accused the Scottish politician of blasphemy, <laughs> U.S. presidential candidate's appearance at Scottish Parliament ended in, quote, a circus. Uh, Says so, so the Republican candidate does have experiences appearing before Parliament four years ago when he ended up formally accusing the leader of the Scottish Green Party of blasphemy. <laughs> Trump has long been a vocal opponent of wind farms in Scotland, (laughs) claiming claiming that the site of the turbines would do, quote, tremendous damage to tourism, including his multi-million pound Aberdeen golf development. So when the Scottish Parliament established a committee looking at the impact of the renewable technology, the controversial businessman was invited as a witness. Inside the Parliament, the scenes were equally chaotic, one of this is okay. This is the best like nugget from this story. Inside the parliament, the scenes were equally chaotic. One of Trump's bodyguards triggered a security scare when a suspicious canister was spotted strapped to his hip. It turned out to be hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was the, the VX nerve gas from the rock that he was bringing in and just going to melt all of the the pro windmill people. The Scottish public. Trump continued, loathed wind farms. When Scottish nationalist Chick Brody asked what evidence Trump had to support his claims, the billionaire pointed at himself and declared, I am the evidence. <laughs> I am the evidence. I am the egg man. I am the walrus. It was the biggest laugh of the morning, recalls Patrick Harvey, co-covenor of the Scottish Green Party.
5: He
2: thought oh, we got pe- some Harvey heads around here. <laughs>
3: recumbent bike riders, all of them. He thought people were laughing because he said something terribly clever, but they were laughing because what he said was absurd.
0: That's never happened since, by the way.
3: You guys are the canary in the coal mine of this shit. Seriously. George Soriel, Trump's combative right-hand man. Oh, come
1: on. They're just reusing the
3: George Soros character. Complained the Hollyrood Standards Commissioner to the Hollyrood Standards Commissioner that the Scottish Green politician had been offensive and blasphemous. The Scottish blasphemy law was last enforced in 1843, but under Parliament rules, an investigation had to be launched. Harvey, a slight bespectacled man with a mild manner that masks a black sense of humor, did not take the inquiry seriously. I had to put in a submission in response. I used lots of other Monty Python references in it. I didn't expect the Spanish Inquisition. It was nonsense. The case was dismissed, making Harvey the only Scottish parliamentarian ever to be formally cleared of blasphemy. (laughs)
1: Donald. Well, Don-
2: that's only because all of the other ones were convicted.
1: <laughs> literally, literally, like a nerd was like, ha, apologies for the Monty Python reference. And, <laughs> and Donald Trump was like, I should try to get this guy hanged, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like, a, no one try like a flying spaghetti monster thing in front of him. <laughs> That's just,
3: that's just a l- little bit of Trump for you. He did, uh, arriving in London today, called the mayor of London, quote, a stone-cold loser, <laughs> which I fucking love, man. He's like, he's like Don Rickles everywhere he goes. If,
2: if we only had one of him on our side... Well, we're trying,
3: (laughs) Amber.
1: Well, he's on my side. I'm trying to sell you guys on the MAGA promises. You know, it's like he makes
3: it so hard to hate him. Like, when he made the USS John McCain cover... Like, literally, he put it in, like, like a hijab or something and and gave all the sailors the day off so no one could see John McCain's name. And I'm just like, oh, man, dude, like, John McCain is getting fucking roasted. I mean, in hell is what I mean by that.
1: I... I like. I wake up every day thinking the phrase "You're very nasty, honey." Bye bye. <laughs> like it just he's Such a piece of shit, but he's got such a way with words. God, like he does, and like, and of course,
3: and of course, once Felix gets something in his head, it's like, oh god, it's like the it. Hanta virus. It
0: immediately spreads to all. Of Honestly, us. Uh, yeah, my brain is just dissolving. Under these goddamn references. Well, I
1: I feel like I'm. You're on Greyjoy, and you're all my crew. (laughs) You all have to follow my like just weird cobbled together beliefs and religion now. No, my girlfriend absolutely loves it when I out of nowhere
3: start talking like some brain damaged thirteen year old Twitch streamer.
0: There's something I love more than, like, uh, scrolling through a news feed and seeing, you know, a Virginia man shoots 13 and immediately thinking, ah, he went low-key nutty with it.
3: <laughs> okay. But I, I want to I move on I, to... I, I do all right.
2: It works great for me.
4: <laughs> I want to move I on do, from... I do want to say one thing. You yeah. brought up the 2016 election. I was watching TV late last night in the hotel room, and you have a channel called BBC Parliament. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: It's a porn channel.
4: <laughs> and that was, here's what was airing. It was the entirety of their 2016 American presidential election coverage of their of the election night coverage. Oh my
3: god, that's like and when CNN it was, was sh-
4: showing a uh uh this graphic which I'm sure you all saw. Of uh, here's how they track the electoral college votes. Uh, it's it's an image of the Washington Monument and two uh, two bar chart bars, one for Hillary, one for Trump, tracking you know which which one uh, uh, tracking where they're which at.
2: testicle descends the more rapidly. Yeah, you know.
4: yeah. And w- as a wonk, watching that was like when Homer watches the correct toilet flush in Australia. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: no, least, they're just replaying the 2016 election results. Yeah. that's fucking like on 9-11 when CNN would just play the footage unedited from that <laughs> entire morning. OK, but I, I want to move on to another guy now, uh, another, another politician of note, uh, particularly um, in the UK. And I would like for a second just to slip back into the American vernacular. And say that this guy is an absolute cunt. And I don't mean that, I don't mean that in like he's like my, a friend or a good person or a proper cunt. A legend I mean, in other words. I ways. mean he's a fucking cunt. And the
0: guy I'm talking about of course is Nigel Farage. I, I, re- I realized this the other day that it occurred to me that there's no way I'm the first person to make this observation. So please let me know if someone else has coined this. But I looked at him and I realized that what he most looks like is a shaved Grinch.
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's really It's so funny that you have Yanis Varoufakis Who's like uh, literally a tall bald guy With a huge cock Who rides a motorcycle <laughs> And there is an electoral body that, re- that is supposed to represent all of Europe And this man Who represents all the qualities European men want to have Couldn't even fucking make it and this piece of shit <laughs> Nigel just cruising over one of the most jarring looking fucking people ever he
2: looks embalmed yeah.
0: this, it's yeah. like it's like if Pepe stepped through the computer like the girl in the ring
1: yeah he looks like and became a real boy just skin skin like low quality prosciutto you'd get at a fucking airport and the big cock motorcycle guy they're like see a loser so uh,
3: this one I, I, I found out about it and I knew I had to had to read it and hopefully share it with uh, someone on, on this tour and uh, uh, luckily it's you guys so I found out Nigel Farage wrote a memoir called Flying Free and would you believe it that the title does actually refer to the famous incident where he almost died in a small plane accident <laughs> So This is Nigel Farage's memoir, and I was like worried going into this, like, is this just going to be some boring cocksucker? But the thing is, he's actually an interesting writer, and by an interesting writer, I mean he tries really hard to be funny, and in doing so, reveals so much about himself (laughs) that he otherwise, like, you know, like a standard British politician would be way too repressed to even let a fifth of the depravity that's inside of them out. So this is
0: Flying Free by Nigel Farage. I just have to say that, yeah, the fact that he lives through that crash really shows that God exists and is a piece of shit. Because <laughs> think about it. Buddy Holly, Patsy Cline, Stevie Otis Ray Otis Redding. Otis Redding. Ted, Ted Stevens. Uh, John, John Denver, and then Nigel Farage.
3: <laughs> so I want to just begin here from the preface, which sort of sets the tone for the book. Okay, here we go. I am gazing down on one of the most beautiful sights on God's earth. Checkered green turf beneath a pale blue sky. We love it, don't we, folks? (laughs) There are shiny smiling faces down there in bright cottons. There are children playing catch. And I am more nervous than I have ever been in my life.
2: Yeah, I think British politicians talking about being excited and delighted by smiling children's faces might make him a little bit nervous.
0: As soon as you, if you're a British politician, as soon as you type that, your ankle monitor goes off. (laughs) He goes.
3: I have stood up in front of the European Parliament and lambasted presidents and prime ministers. I have faced hostile crowds and hecklers in front of audiences of millions. Nothing has ever made me as keyed up or as overawed as this. I suppose the childhood ambitions are ultimately the only ones that matter. They are simple, beautiful, and generally deliciously improbable. And it's like, what are you talking about? Where are you getting with this fucking rambling anecdote? He goes, the childhood ones linger, and this is the one that has been with me since I was in short trousers. I adjust the headphones...
2: Yeah, i fucking So Marcel until he was 32 years old.
3: He goes, I adjust the headphones. I lean forward. Despite the presence of gods all around me, I dare to talk. My, interview wants to, my interviewer wants to talk about politics. I have far more important things to discuss. For more than a half an hour, he just lets me witter. He even pays me the compliment of insulting my blazer. Soon I have a broad smile on my face. I forget the millions listening around the world. This is the purest pleasure. Finally, what the fuck are you talking about? Here it is. This is the test Match special from the Rose Bowl. The gods are Philip Tufnell, Vic Marks, Christopher Martin Jenkins, my polite interviewer, Jonathan Agnew, and greatest of all, dour England opener, Jeffrey Boycott. The man who stood firm alone for his country against Hurricanes, Lily Thompson, Holding and Cross. I'm reading this, I'm going, are you having a stroke? And then he just gets to, and we are
1: talking about cricket. <laughs> this is... Carl O. Nausgaard damaged his brain in a plane accident.
0: Wait a minute. Is that Jeffrey Boycott of the Irish literal inventor of boycott boycotts? I have no As clue. In, like, monstrous landlords? No. I bet it is. I bet it is. No fucking No, I really just clue. think the British name no, generator is broken again. kind of
2: goes down from family to family. I don't think they do that here.
3: So chapter one is called Where is Wally? Who or what done it? That seems to be the question on most people's minds when they ask about my life of on the, off the political stage. Obviously, detective novel enthusiasts or where's Wally hounds, they are convinced <laughs> that somewhere, hidden amongst all those commonplace milling memories and confusing clue, there lurks the answer. I suppose the question is, what turns an alarmingly normal, cricket-loving, middle-class English boy into a full-time troublemaker... <laughs> Leading a rabble and revolt Against a mighty empire Thorn in the flesh of presidents and prime ministers And spokesman for an entire Generation of libertarians and democrats
2: Boarding school Boarding da- school
1: Damn how did my dick get so big
3: <laughs>
5: I
1: We're not even Scratching the surface of this utter Bullshit and being English should be in the DSM Like fucking Christ I hate this I fucking hate this so he
3: goes Or as a man With glazed Cobweb eyes Rumbled at me In a Westminster bar The other night Oi Nigel how do you get to be like So totally do
0: Wait a minute What Oh my is this, god is, this a, is being English Is that a fucking Ethnicity Or is it Just having tertiary
1: syphilis And he goes Why couldn't Genghis Khan Make it here <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he goes, Well, welcome to Where's Wally. Enjoy the hunt. And by that, he means, like, enjoy the hunt tracking down all of the weird clues and signifiers that have turned me into the fucking monster that I am today. He goes, I was an alarmingly normal, cricket loving Kentish boy, albeit a bullshy, argumentative, and perverse one. Dude, if you're an oh, well, English person yeah. saying you're perverse, again, SWAT team right now (laughs) just right now I mean
2: it's redundant
3: so basically he goes on to say that his uh, motivation for writing this book and like what changed his life and took him from a puckish Kentish lad who just wanted to be on the cricket green or whatever was two like uh, like near death experiences I swear to god the first one was when one of his testicles quote swelled up to the size of a tangerine (laughs) Because he had like tangled balls That turned into a tumor Testicular
0: torsion Testicular torsion That shit I found out about that shit When I was 10 And it fucking terrified me I found I out I would of- walk legged To prevent it from happening
1: Matt is a very Jewish Catholic I love Yeah I love that you're a crowd From Wisconsin And you're like Oh god I think I think I have the cancer You get from Wi-Fi. <laughs>
2: just this descendant of Bavarian peasants
1: being like oh I hope my allergies don't send me to the hospital yeah. oh my sinuses is really out for me today so uh,
3: the, 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 the testicle thing is uh, funny but I, I'd like to focus now on,
0: on the incident that like, made the title of his book But yeah, I was just going to guess, is it when he got a, a scholarship to the Jimmy Savile finishing school <laughs> <laughs>
3: So uh, I, I want to skip ahead to the the part that like you know that he derives the title of the book from, which is when, um, like a single engine prop plane uh, nearly killed him and provided us with that hilarious image of him just standing in the middle of a field in a full suit <laughs> with a nosebleed and just a fucking gormless look on his face. <laughs> so he goes here, uh, and like listen to the like the fucking like farts that, the way he thinks he's like really he's like I'm writing right now. This is great. This is chapter sixteen. Making an impact. The impact, of course, is the plane hitting the fucking ground with him inside it. And he this goes guy, here. This
1: guy in Beto went to the same personal essay writing school. It's just the same dog shit. Just like, oh, you wouldn't expect a politician to remember details. <laughs> he, he begins this chapter
3: going by saying, "The god of machines has it in for me." I really don't know why. Okay, I am particularly useless with machines, but that is surely no reason why they should avenge themselves on me. They seem to have a definite grudge against me.
2: Yeah, see, this is about him hiding hard drives.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He goes here. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The machines seem to have a definite grudge against me. These days, I get mildly nervous near unmanned hostess trolleys. I'm sorry.
2: Wait, what? Are these? I don't know what that is. I don't know.
1: <laughs> is no. it? Is it like a automated tram that gives you like Hostess products? Sounds pretty good.
4: No. Is it like a? No. M- uh, no. Uh, no. It's no, no, no. It's it's like a. You mol- say
2: that, but he just pissed in the alley, and now we have to watch for it.
4: No, it's like a
3: mobile... Uh, you know those clubs in Japan. Hostess clubs. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it's the Chinese dick-sucking machine that comes around. <laughs> the great determinant of age in our generation is this. If you kick a machine when it goes wrong, you are past your best buy date. And he goes on to be like, if you're under 35, you don't even consider this venerable technique.
1: A venerable technique. The thing I'm realizing with this particular dog shit is like how much... The British, just like the British middle-aged guy way of writing, affected the American nerd. Because if you read any post by like a nerd trying to be funny or like watch the greatest video of all time, handway unboxing katana, how si- how similar these styles are. Like particularly useless around machines. <laughs> Though I do suppose that if you kick a machine when it doesn't work, uh, you are revealing your own ignorance tenfold.
2: <laughs> well, it's called colonial cringe. Americans don't get because of the accent yeah. that some English, well, most English people are actually incredibly stupid.
5: Yeah. Well,
2: no, he's the same.
1: This, this is the same as a guy.
2: The,
1: he writes the same as a guy who, like, police came to his house because he tried to message Carrie on Mythbusters too many times. <laughs> No, it's, it's I like it. Though. Energy. I
0: like it though, because England is now being colonized by America. It's like yeah. you find you know, now you know what it's like. <laughs> like I like I remember during the last general election there were a bunch of fucking round red UKIP lads <laughs> with MAGA hats on. Uh. I said make Amer- make the country that split away from you two hundred years ago great again. It's like you don't see any perfectly round Midwestern Trump assholes with UKIP rosettes. <laughs> pinned to their fucking Punisher T-shirts. But you know. do
4: see uh, our Midwestern dumbasses post things to Facebook that are like, yo, I'm so excited for Brexit.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the, there are guys who live in fucking Ohio who are like, I'm so excited for the EU to be torn apart. And it's like, what, can you explain what it does? Like, I mean, what's, to be fair, why neither do you have can opinion? most
2: Europeans... But, no. no, Matt is wrong, because the crossover... That's never happened. ...is Top Gear.
5: Oh, yeah.
2: Americans love Top Gear, and they're like, yo, that guy's racist against an ethnic group I've never even heard
1: of. Top, Ge- Top Gear is the shittiest show ever put on fucking TV. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... So dumb. I I remember... I remember, like, being... Being 16 and watching like MMA fights, I got from Limewire, and having this moment where I was like, oh my god, no one's gonna fuck me. And I had like a brief like month of trying to be like a normal boy. And I watched Top Gear for some reason because I was like, oh yeah, cars, I could get into that. And it was the fucking worst shit I've ever seen. Just this fucking craggy piece of shit. Getting, it, getting in a car or making jokes that make no sense. <laughs> uh, this car handles like an Italian, but spells like a Portuguese. <laughs> what? What the, the fuck are you time talking about, I pussy? I ever
2: saw Top Gear, it was when uh, uh, Ramiki, the designer for Jack Magazine, who I hope you all like read or whatever, he was my roommate, and he said, oh, we should watch this show Top Gear. It's very reactionary. And I'm like you collect sweaters, why do you watch a car show? And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's very reactionary. And so I thought it would be like American-style reactionary, where it's there's a thin veneer of multiculturalism over the racism. He's like, let's pick, a, pick an episode at random. And 12 minutes in, the, the one with the, with the brain damage who yelled at the Irish, uh, <laughs> you know, that one... Uh,
3: Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, Clarkson. Okay, Clarkson. Yeah.
2: Yes, that the big, one. The bigger one. Yeah, um, they were they were comparing two sedans, and he said, "Do you think that I am going to drive a car put together by a bunch of inept Malaysians in the jungle?" And I was like. You could not say that on American television. We have lines. Yeah.
0: No, th- but that's the thing. That's why I like Clarkson. Clarkson is like if uh, if Jay Leno and Lord Haw Haw stepped into the <laughs> butterfly <laughs> transport. It's like half like also, wow, that's a nice uh, car, and also like yeah, our race needs to be purified. Is
2: that we're just literally not cosmopolitan enough to be that kind of racist because I don't even have any stereotypes about Malaysians. I don't know what they're up to. I don't even know what the cuisine is like.
4: By the way, Amber, really quick, uh, Jacobin is called
1: Jacobite magazine here. <laughs> <laughs> they, they tried doing Top Gear in America with Adam Carolla and it didn't... Oh, God, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yes. it, oh, my God. It didn't, it didn't work because, like, that show sucks shit, but they're that's like, en- there are like enough people in the world who'll be like, oh, that's true what he said about you know how you can't go to a chip shop without seeing a Maltese. <laughs> like there are enough dumbasses who think that's funny, but Adam Carolla's racism is just like. Mexicans love wearing windbreakers. Like, <laughs> it just does it. We literally you
2: know. don't know enough geography to yeah. be as racist as the yeah. English.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, so back to back to here. Will, what's up? Oh, okay. All right, where where is it? Oh, it's it's gone. Oh wait, oh wait, no. There's a whole other bottle. There's a whole other bottle. Okay, here we go.
4: I'm getting so angry right now. I wanna, I wanna secede from this fucking stage. I wanna draw a line here, like I love Lucy, and defend it
0: for some fucking reason.
4: <laughs> Fuck I, you!
0: I just look at that bottle and imagine it. it look like you got Nick. This is,
2: uh, this is what we call, where I'm from in Indiana, fight your dad juice.
0: <laughs> oh, that motherfucker! <laughs> I'll dig well, him up and kick yeah. the shite out of him.
2: He's really so we, bad we, we, at accents, <laughs> but when he gets drunk, he gets really confident about it. He's like, no, 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 I'm so good at accents.
0: It's very good. <laughs> well, are we- it's great, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. I didn't hear any of your shite about It's not a keen accent. You're, you're like, all oh, no that's not good uh, we're the only ones who can do a good one it's like yeah of course you have say that
3: uh, I, we will we will let Matt die alone on this limb here right now <laughs> let him please but for us let him I've get made peace with of my system I
0: don't care what any of your cunts have to say about any of that
3: we've gone very far afield I would like to just get to the end of the story where a Nigel Farage crashed a plane sorry the we got ground.
2: sorry we got excited we got real excited for some reason uh,
4: so Farage goes I don't like, even remember the fucking so who's Nigel Farage I guess he sounds like a cunt
0: where are we yeah can we, can we go find him I believe not, Nigel Farage is like a minor Star Wars villain <laughs> one of the guys got blown up in the second Death Star. I drink enough
4: of this and I'm thinking where's the knife store? And then I realize I just know.
2: <laughs> you know what?
3: It's The knife store
2: was the friends you made along the way. <laughs>
3: So basically, he, like, in this incredibly wordy, circuitous route of just saying that he's afraid of machines, he's afraid of flying.
2: And his testicles.
3: And, his tes- and, and one of his balls swelled up. Actually, sorry, I, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but like in the, testi- in the testicle anecdote part of the book, he talks about how the, uh, the Indian doctor, the, uh, the GP who took care of him, offered him a prosthetic ball in case he had to like, lose one of his testicles. And he was like, I declined.
2: But, but I love only that. because it was an Indian doctor. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that because, of course, like Farage obviously imagines that he is like part of the tradition of like like, like uh, British politicians who are also men of letters. And it's like I'm sorry that none of the volumes of Winston Churchill's history of the English speaking people revolved around his ballsack. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes. Uh, so like, no,
3: he uh,
2: kept that for his private life.
3: So he uh, goes. But I, I fly because I must, and because it is daft to be scared of flying. Who is he? Erica Zhang? What the fuck? Uh, boom. Boom! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so he goes. Uh, so the idea is they're going to go up in this little prop plane and sort of like trail around a Ukip banner flying in the sky um, on the day of the election. And he goes, "Here, the pilot seemed competent and experienced. Any slight grimness in his personal manner, <laughs> <laughs> any slight grimness in his personal manner, only persuaded me that he was businesslike and professional." And then he goes, I made the first such. Uh, no, he goes here. Um, the feedback from those who saw us flying over was good. Cavalier was a word much used. Fun, gallant, and defiant. I took care to eat nothing and to empty my bowels first. But, so it's like, he's literally saying, what the fuck, dude? I'm trying as hard as possible not to shit myself in this airplane. And the words people were saying were gallant, defiant, courageous. Cavalier!
0: Now, that it, now that see the Cavalier thing made me realize what happened is it got shot down by a, an anti aircraft missile called Roundhead. <laughs> so he wants to, to, to fly
3: a banner around on election morning, and like uh, it's a long story. but Basically, what happens is uh, you can't just take off in this small plane trailing a banner, right? So what you need to do is take off, circle back around, and then with like a hook on the bottom of the plane, pick up the banner off the field and let it trail. Behind you. Wait, what do you mean pick it up off the field? Like, it's yeah, like it has down. like a hook, and like dip yeah, down, and there's a hook up. on the plane, it'll grab yeah, a hook on the banner, heel. and oh. it'll, 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 it'll come up in the air and fly around, that's how... Oh yeah, that's the hardest level of yeah. Battletoads. <laughs> yeah,
0: <well>, yeah, right? <laughs> is that even possible?
3: <laughs> well, not only is it the hardest level of battle Battletoads, it's also the hardest thing to do if you're a pilot. Because he goes into the story. Where Why can't
4: just, you just take off with the banner and unfurl it at some point while you're mid-flight? I don't fucking know. I'm not. I
2: don't know. Why can't he not shit
0: himself? Like things are
4: difficult. Okay, well, him. no, that's the part of the story I do understand.
0: No, it's it's because like it's because like the local bailiff has like some sort of rule from the 1850s <laughs> that's still in the books about like you know w- witchcraft.
4: Okay,
3: so they've got to do a flappy bird and pick up this fucking thing. <laughs> So basically, they're, they're, they're soaring uh, around and around this field trying to pick up the banner. Uh, they try five different <laughs> times, and it doesn't fucking work. And then on the sixth time... They get it, and he goes here. We were headed for the wire again. I flinched as we passed over, rocked Rock back as the plane rocketed skyward. Jason was looking back over his shoulder. He nodded. Jason is the pilot here. Jason is a very important figure in the next chapter. I will, I will really rush to get to what happens with this guy. He goes. He nodded. We've picked it up. Relief. I sat forward. I came back to an election day with loads of tasks and adventures ahead. But Jason was still looking back. He uttered words which I have only ever hoped to hear in movies. This is an emergency, he said. Real trouble. Why? It came out husky. I tried again. Why? It came out husky. It came out...
0: Why?
1: It came out low-key thick. <laughs> he didn't hear me because my voice was too cool. I then affected the accent of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he sang
2: the entirety of Tiptoe Through the Tulips in the Tiny Tim Register.
3: He goes, why? And he just goes, banners wrapped around the tail and rudder. So the banner that they were supposed to pick up that said, like, vote your country, vote YouTube, got, like, dragged around the back of the fucking plane. Wow, it's
2: almost like a metaphor. Yeah.
3: And was sending it into a fucking tailspin. And uh, so it it goes on, and he's talking about... We're
2: tripping over our own political
3: dick. He talks about, like, you know, uh, going over in his head, trying to think of gallant last words to say, and then, you know, he's saying, um... Uh, I could not see how anything as flimsy as that plane could crash into the ground at 70 or 80 miles an hour and leave mere organic tissue fit to function. And he goes, oh, sod it. He was a trained pilot, aware of all possibilities, and he was sweating more copiously than anyone who I've ever seen inside
1: a Turkish bath. <laughs> this is literally, like, nerd 2000s internet writing. Uh I, actually, I w- I w- I w- to be I would
5: prefer... fair,
2: there's actually a Turkish bath under Downing Street.
1: So. I w- this is like the this is like the tone of a guy who lied on forums. Like it's just <laughs> now. Usually, when I'm in such a confined space, I'd like it to be in Tijuana with tequila and a midget hooker. Oh. <laughs> like oh. The same verbiage and everything. Oh. So yes. basically, oh, you midget. like that? I got a lot more where that came from,
3: buddy. So basically. You know, you know the story. Uh, the plane eats shit. It hits right into the ground. He's like strapped in upside down. He's like, "Oh bloody hell, I'm still alive!" And then he gets out of the plane and realizes he's like soaked in fucking gasoline, and immediately gets worried again. Unfortunately, you know how the story ends. But here's where the here's where the story here's where the story gets really interesting, and it goes in the next chapter called Relaunch. And it goes here, talking about how the pilot who was flying him around, Jason. You may remember him. Had to undergo this, what's called a CAA inquiry that dragged on for six months, that essentially where the government had to investigate whether he was fit to uh, fly a plane. And it says, The CAA intimated to me that there were issues relating to a previous incident to alcohol and and to insurance. I took advice. And then, like, he said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to the media. You know, Jason did his job. He saved me. Um, And then it says, On November 11th, Jason was totally exonerated of any blame. It was an accident. I was delighted. On the evening of the 12th of November, whilst in Alton, Hampshire, about to go on stage for any questions, I called to congratulate him. He was incoherent, rambling and filled with anger against the investigating officer for denying him his livelihood for so long, and against me for failing to make contact. I told him that I had done the best that I could by leaving lines of communication open, blah, blah, blah. So this guy Jason basically lost his fucking mind in the six months he couldn't fly, and blamed Nigel Farage for it. (laughs) And he goes, I was acutely distressed by Jason's ramblings. I had an important lunch appointment the following day, but I told Jason that I would meet up with him immediately and try to help however I could. I canceled the lunch and arrived at his mother's house in West Oxfordshire the okay. following morning.
2: Wait, wait. Arrived at his mother's house?
3: Yeah, there are, la- there are so many layers here.
2: I, fe- I feel like we skipped... A step.
0: I think he had to move back in with mom after he couldn't get work for six months. So he, he goes. goes we right? walked to his local pub for
3: lunch. As we arrived, a car drew up. A little man with a goatee beard stepped out and introduced himself as a representative of West Oxfordshire Mental Health Services, attending in order to observe. Jason had no objection, so neither did I. We ordered pints and pies and continued as if the interloper were not there. Of the mental health professional observing this guy. He's sitting there at the table with a fucking butterfly net. And then Jason immediately says over pints and pies, I'm ex-military and no one is safe. Do you understand? I've got friends, weapons, gadgets. I was going to kill you today. I decided not to, but I can't preclude it in the future. The mental health man just listened earnestly and nodded his head.
5: Okay,
2: but to be fair, the only thing he would have to do to kill Niger Viraj is to just sneeze at his spoon-shaped chest and his heart
1: would collapse. I like how this guy's like, Yeah, I figured out the exact layout of your house. I've picked the gun that would sound the best against your fucking frog pussy temple. And the mental health guy is like, Well, he may have a point here, like <laughs> Hear him out. So he goes here. I was mildly stunned,
3: distinctly intimidated by this threat, and deeply Miles. concerned for a man with whom I had shared a bonding experience, <laughs> and who was now plainly in great pain. I shared with him the spiritual upheaval caused by the crash. He, like me, had the stabilizers removed, but whilst I had commish waters in which to refit, he had sailed into a typhoon <laughs> The mental health firecracker may- <laughs> metaphor. The mental health man cheerfully offered us a lift back to the house. We refused. Why the fuck would you choose to stay with this guy? No, no, no. We don't need any more mental health observers. I'll give this man who just threatened to kill me a ride back to his mother's house where her fucking corpse is rotting in the attic. Go to a second location? Cool. (laughs) Cool. He goes, uh, we refused. It was only 600 yards away, and I felt safe on the street with Jason as in the confines of a car. It was nonetheless mildly nerve-wracking walking back alone down a country lane with a man who had just declared his intention to kill me. <laughs> I did not re-enter the house. I returned home. At 6 o'clock that evening, I received a call from my office. Mr. Smith has just called, I was told. He says that he is going to get a gun on Monday. He intends to kill Martin James, the accident investigator, then you, then himself. He says you've got till Friday.
0: You know what, guys? You know what, guys? I'm not worried about that hard Brexit. These guys all got it under control.
2: No, but as if you would need a gun. He's probably so inbred a paper cut and he'd bleed to death.
3: End of the story is uh, Jason is a man who needs help and he was basically uh, sectioned for Unlike- two years. <laughs>
2: Uh, Any immigrant, Jason is a man who needs help
3: (laughs) I have changed his name here Because I see no reason why a single mischance Followed by mental collapse Which could happen to any of us Should blight a man's life worse than it already has Nigel,
1: dude, Nigel coming out strong For the awareness of mental health (laughs) Everyone has some good in them
5: Right.
3: So there you go, the untold story of the hilarious photo of Nigel Farage covered in blood, looking like a complete asshole, standing by a crash plane <laughs> in, a field, in a field which, you know, is a metaphor of some kind. You figure out what it
0: represents. I'll tell you what it represents. It represents that English people won't fucking finish what they start.
3: <laughs> parody. Parody. In, parody, the game. parody.
4: in the game.
0: In the game. In the game, in not the actionable. Game. In the game, in the in the in the new Rockstar uh, uh, PlayStation game, Brexit.
4: <laughs> Will uh, they have uh, libel laws here? Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah.
0: fine. Come get me, motherfucker.
2: I'm going back to New York after this.
4: Do not come get me. Please do not come get
1: me. <laughs> uh, any any authorities listening? I'm nice. I'm uh, 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 your Majesty. I'm baby. <laughs> I, uh, Your Majesty Our defendant
0: has claimed the right of being baby
4: <laughs> Before
0: God
1: and man and the queen Any libel I, I committed was due to the mental stress Of Jeremy Corbyn's outrageous anti-Semitism <laughs> <laughs> I will say I, dema- I demand
4: trial by one of your naked game shows. Although oh, I, I, I do want to I do want to ask the crowd, um, you know, very quickly, I'll, I'll go through a few options. But, you know, the, applaud or cheer if you like this. One. SNP. <laughs> okay, a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Scottish Labour. <laughs> uh, what's the other thing? The Greens. Oh, the there's a Scottish Socialist Party, right? Okay, all
2: right. By the way, uh, someone from the Scottish Greens might be here, and they did ask me to come speak at an event at one point, which I thought was very sweet, uh, but I was really drunk when I got the message, so I apologize for just sending you three of
1: the little factory emojis. Uh. (laughs) That's the most anyone's ever used that emoji. By the way, like uh, was
2: right, you got to industrialize. I'm sorry.
1: By the way, uh, uh sorry, I have to
4: ask this question. Again, I've never had fa- buckfast before, but is it normal well, to that be that was Freudian. <laughs> is it normal to be grinding your teeth, muttering to yourself and hearing on loop in your head a dance punk song you heard once in 2002? That's normal. Okay.
3: So we're
2: just making sure.
3: All right. Okay. We have got we have got to close out before any more of this fucking uh, horrible evil sludge is in by, <laughs> by any of my colleagues. But I would like to say once again, Scotland, <laughs> Glasgow, we are Chapo Trap House. It has been so wonderful You've spending been time with you guys What
0: a brilliant night!
3: You guys are all right and proper cunts and legends, but. One more person who is maybe the the greatest cunt of all time. He's the greatest cunt we got. The greatest cunt we have, certainly in Chapo Trap House, is our producer Chris Wade without <laughs> Swidich. None of this would be possible. So please give him a hand at the back of the house. Yeah. Glasgow, you guys have been fucking amazing. This has been so much fun. We are going to, if you just give us like 15 minutes after the show, there's like a merchandise table out there, and we're just going to like sort of sit there, and if you want us to like just say what's up or sign something, we're going to hang out there after the show. But just give us like 15 minutes to um, shit and vomit out all the poison. Uh, Give us 15 minutes to all fight each other. (laughs) We will see who emerges from the dressing room. But once again... Glasgow, Scotland. Thank you guys so much. This rule. Thank you.